I'm Leonard Nimoy. Join me for In Search of... Artemis! This is Tom McGrath. How am I doing? How are you doing? I'm pretty much like everybody else in 2020. What I did do, like many of the 7.5 billion people on Earth affected by this virus, was gain a lot of weight and get out of shape and drank more than I thought was humanly possible. What else did I do? Not much. I, I did connect with my family again, playing cards. I never played so many cards in a nine-month period than I have in 20 years. That, that was my corona takeaway. That was a positive. Other than that, I worked too much, like, like an idiot. Spent too much time working. Could have been one of those people being creative, but I didn't. That's how my 2020 was. Hi, this is Jim Gentilly. I am here in an appropriately socially distanced manner with John Heinz, Peggy Bennett, Shelley Conamines, and Beth Shannon. We are recording this on Tuesday, December 29th. It is being delivered to you on January 2nd, the first episode of 2021. We're going to be looking back at 2020 and looking forward to 2021 to help us do that. You may have noticed that there was a voice you heard in between that of Mr. Spox and myself. That was Tom McGrath, friend of the podcast. We asked him and a number of other people to record messages to be part of this podcast. Let's listen to one from Bill Granzo. Hi there, podcast listeners. It's the end of the year, the end of 2020. I like to say the cursed year of 2020. Um, as we come to a close, I just thought I'd share a little bit of my feelings, what I've been doing, wrap up for the year. I don't really spend time in grocery stores pre-COVID. Before March 2020, you know, I went for the basics, you know, toilet paper, paper towels. Oh, wait, I'm still doing that. Actually, that leads me to collecting. I'm now a collector. I don't call myself a hoarder, but I do find when I'm at a, a store, a Walgreens, a market, and there is toilet paper, paper towels, or especially, especially hand sanitizer on sale. It's like, well, I know I have plenty, but I'm going to get some more. It's on sale. Matter of fact, I was just at Walgreens this week and they had buy one, get one hand sanitizer. And I thought that's strange because so many stores still have signage saying buy one only. But uh, thank you, Walgreens. I bought two for the price of one. Yeah. And then I'd like to talk uh, real briefly about 2021, my hopes, my expectations <sighs> with so much uh, in our society, I, I, everyone knows what I'm talking about. It's the list can go on and on. Um, I'm looking forward to an improved political climate. I mean, once we get a new president come January, I, I'm hoping the tension in my shoulders will at least be gone. You know, there's only up from here. So here's up to 21. And um, really simply, I guess I'm looking forward to 2021 for any reason to wear something beyond sweatpants, sweatshirts, T-shirts. Um, something with a zipper, something with a button, any reason to shower more than once a week, any reason to wear decent clothes. I mean, I'll even take off as casual at this point. All right. <laughs> that that is Bill Graham, though. Hey, if you're an avid and attentive listener to this podcast, you may have noticed that our opening sounds a little different, a little bit more robust. A little bit more disorganized, perhaps. That is because there is a fifth voice now saying an argument at the beginning of the podcast because this episode marks the official beginning of Beth Shannon as podcast co-host. Welcome to the podcast, Beth. Beth. Thank you, everyone. We now have four co-hosts plus permanent guest host Peggy Bennett. Beth, what do you have to say (laughs) on this momentous occasion? I hope 2021 brings me a sound check that works. (laughs) Yeah, right. Welcome to the podcast, Beth. So now we have two two people with technical issues on our podcast. There's still just now a bare majority. It's sort of like watching the Supreme Court. There's a bare majority of people that don't have serious technical issues. Beth, I want to introduce you. To one of our podcast regulars, Janine Grohar. She's one of our VC and she has a message for us. 2020 was extremely stressful and confusing. 
and I cannot wait until it's over. I feel like we've been living in one day, even though it's been, what, nine months. My expectations for 2021 are to not overthink things, not take things personally <laughs> at work, go on a vacation and possibly look for a new job. But she's not taking it personally, folks. Um, I love it. I love it. That's what's on Janine's mind. What's on? That's like Hemingway. The There's yes. so much. That's like Hemingway. There's so much going on under the actual words. Yes. It's so great. Scott, what's on the top of your mind? Uh, I was just, I'm just thinking about family, how great family is. And, and you know, in a Tolstoyan way. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So on behalf of all the podcasts, we want to apologize to Nancy Heights for John wrecking your abode today. Yeah. Well, it's, you know, for uh, those John of you. promises to fix it. My favorite Tolstoy, my favorite Tolstoy quote, it's, yeah, is. It's true. All families are messed up and, and are unhappy in, the, in their unique way. Yes, in their own unique way. Yes. Uh, anyway. Peggy, it's, what's it's on your top of your mind? Oh, man. I guess I'm thinking about Janine now because I just heard her voice. It was great <laughs> to hear her voice. She and has a sultry voice. She thought that recording was excellent. That was high quality. Didn't we did a lot of technical wizardry on these recordings i can and only I say don't, i guess i mean i guess that makes me think that uh that i'm missing people so that's what's on the top of my mind as the new year approaches and i have hope for not missing people as much because we're Cumming, gonna see what's each on other the top of your mind so what's on the top of my mind is how grateful i am that i have a amazing group of friends with diverse backgrounds and interests and that bring me into those backgrounds and interests. And then my family who, despite all of this challenge over the last several months, recognize that for those of us that live alone, face even more unique challenges than those who have a spouse or kids that are nearby or whatever. So it's, it's given those people a different perspective on my life. And I'm grateful that they're always there to support me. Beth Shannon, what's on the top of your mind? Besides the echo in my ear, <laughs> because we started late, the dogs will be fed late, so Ooh. they will blame you. Blame me personally? That's all my fault? <laughs> yes. I'm familiar with that. You're, that's one of the reasons your dogs look at me very warily whenever what I What time do they eat? They would eat immediately after breakfast if I fed them. Oh. But I try to hold out till five. In that respect, so what happens your... when uh, five goes by? Do they start tearing tearing the place apart? <laughs> well, they're locked in the office with me. Oh. If I hit the mute button, it means I've opened the door and kicked them out because they're getting frisky. Got it. All right. One of the things that I have in common with your dogs is that I would eat constantly if I allowed to. <laughs> oh, I thought it was good about getting frisky, wow. Jim. Well, that's I'm way past that. I'm way retired from that. Um. I am thinking about, I cannot wait for the first time ever, and I mean this literally in my life, I cannot wait to get a shot. I cannot wait to get vaccinated. I would get mm. vaccinated tonight if I could. I'm not trying to jump any lines, but I will, whenever my number is up, I will be first in line to get vaccinated. Tom McGrath so. got vaccinated yesterday. Very good. What? First All of right, my friends. Person. I don't, I don't know. This. He's he's, on, he's in a hospital. He's in a hospital. I don't yeah, know. He's not, not in front of patients. He's not in front of patients. I agree, guys. I don't know. We we have another friend from far away to hear from. Thank you for inviting me to come and say hi again. And oh, um, yes, just to share a few memories of 2020. I, I got to see my mum and dad in February in Scotland just before all this lockdown nonsense and COVID year took over the land. Uh, and one of my fondest memories of 2020 was uh, reuniting with my daughter, Katie, because Australia's been relatively locked down over the past sort of nine months. And we got to spend some time together just last month. Uh, my other outstanding memories for the birth of Ren, what joy Aww. a newborn brings. And may he continue to do so in uh, your life, John, and with Ted. And uh, just remember that the diapers, sleepless nights and vomit <laughs> will pass. <laughs> 
And my other really fond memory, very recently, quite different level, was uh, going to a rugby match with people in November in Newcastle, New South Wales. And that reminded me of a time that um, I met John in Hong Kong. It was a really good, uh, fun trip. There were five of us who all sort of got together from various parts of the world. We all arrived in Hong Kong within two hours of each other. And John came to the rugby game, which involved lots of people from the United Kingdom and lots of people from countries like Fiji and France and South Africa. And John found himself in the beer queue as the token American. And to a man, the queue turned around and asked him what on earth he was doing there. <laughs> for 2021, um, I'm looking forward to celebrating my silver wedding. I'll be married for 25 years in January. And it's likely that as a family, we'll be pivoting towards Sydney. Uh, and so I cordially invite the podcast people to come and record an episode at the Opera Bar overlooking the Opera House in the Harbour Bridge. Yes. Uh, the champagne is on me. Yes. Do it. Let's That's do it. That's our friend Richard Tobin. And wow. as you can see... The international podcast year is coming up. We've got Sydney, Paris, who knows? I hope Justin is saving his rise. money, Justin Mullins. I hope so. I hope Justin. <laughs> We're going to have to start a GoFundMe page for this, I think. Um, totally going for the 25th wedding anniversary in Sydney. Yeah, I love Beth it. Shannon, we have an initiation right for you as a new podcast host. Uh-oh. Are you ready? Sure. So, as you know, at the end of these episodes, we give recommendations. I'm going to read to you four actual recommendations that were made over the course of time oh in this podcast. And you're going to have to identify, or you're going to try to identify, which one of us made which recommendation. Oh, boy. <laughs> now, it would also be interesting to know if the other people can recognize their own recommendations. But let's let Beth try it first. Here are the four well, recommendations. If, Jim, if yes. there's one called Debt is Good, that would be you. <laughs> yes. Debt is Good is not one of the four. Okay, here are the four. Think outside your box. That's number one. Think outside your box. Number two, ask for help. Number three... <laughs> Read every day. <laughs> and number four, goodwill so and peace on earth. I know who it is. <laughs> okay, now there were these were made by different. There's not all made oh, by I the same person. Were, I thought that you were doing no, clusters. No, no, no. Uh, no, I no, clusters. no, 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 no. no. no so I know the answer to two of them. <laughs> Sorry, okay, so well, the goodwill and peace so on earth is tag. Okay, what else? Tell us. Tell us all four of your guesses. Um, read every day, John. Okay, ask for help. Definitely one of the women. Okay, so that's uh, Shelly, right? Okay. Well, Peg's a woman. Wait, am, is, am I a man no, suddenly? Okay, I'm just happened. to be clear, what these happened? are four different. One from each of us. So does <laughs> okay. that help you? Oh, okay, there you right, go. Yes. Okay. Better, better description. All right, okay. that's much better. Yeah, Shelly. So, okay, so ask for help, you have Shelly. Read every day. You have me and goodwill and peace on earth. Is is you have Peggy and think outside your box. Um. Well, there's only one of us left, but you can change your answer if you. No, want that's to. what I'm thinking. I didn't realize one was for each of you. Okay, I maybe should have made that clear. That been a bit. I said Although, the same thing, Beth. I thought it was clusters. I thought it was clusters. <laughs> I thought it was, they were all his. Is what he thought. I did. I thought those were all mine. I was like, that's that's how I live. It's really tough. It is. The hardest right. one is so, to figure out Jim. Wait, you've done three. Yeah. There's only one left. Right. Well, but yeah, but she doesn't like it. Now she doesn't like it. Oh, you're right. rethinking. Oh, yeah. okay. Oh, Jim well. Is, all right, so I'll put John as think outside your box and Jim as read every day. And Shelly as for help and Peggy Goodwill and Peace on Earth, right? Yes. Who thinks she got them all right? I don't. I don't. Shelly? I don't. No. I don't. Okay, you got two right. Does anybody know which two she got wrong? Uh, I don't remember them. Recap them for I me, Jim. I think she got mine wrong. She got yours wrong. I think she got mine wrong. And she got no. She got yours right. Damn it! She got mine and Peggy's wrong. She flipped mine and Peggy's. Peggy said, "Read every day," and I said, "Goodwill and peace on earth." Oh, Whoa. I just can't believe I said something so cliche. 
What'd you say, John? Think outside the, the box. Think outside the box. I mean, John, it's so we cliche. We go through the list of your recommendations sometimes. <laughs> oh, God. I know. Well, I didn't know I was going to be like held accountable for them. Before, <laughs> yes, because you're dealing with me and I never <laughs> exactly. remember and you, and you what never forget say. anything. Yeah, exactly, I need John. people on this podcast you who know, forget things. You know who's worse <laughs> than that about remembering things? You know who's who remembers things even better than I do? It's Beth, Beth Shannon. I know. I, I know what I'm getting into here. I'm well aware. I get it. I understand. (laughs) Alex Berger coming up. Hey, John, Jim, Peggy and Shelly. Alex Berger here. Long time listener. Second time caller. Uh, As 2020 comes to a close, personally for us as a family, we're feeling uh, lucky that we made it through relatively unscathed. We are happy. We are healthy. We were able to work from home, which we know is not the case for a lot of folks, and um, it was a really awful year for so many. And so in that way, we're, we're feeling some mixed feelings. Um, and we're feeling hopeful that 2021 brings a sense of return to normalcy for, for a lot of those folks. Uh, for us personally, we're hoping that it can get our kids back in school, that we're able to get some of the things back in our lives that bring joy and happiness, whether that's flying to see our family or travel or um, just being able to to go to the the park or uh, a movie without uh, fear. Um, I also am a little bit trepidatious about those who are saying, you know, the worst is behind us because I think people are saying that after 2016, 2017, 2018, 2019, mm-hmm. 2020. So I do think there's going to be some real hurdles in 2021 you know, politically and societally and a lot of, um, you know, sort of things that that we have been um, failing to reckon with as a country for a long time are still continuing to bubble up. And I don't think those just went away because the calendar year will turn to 2021. But but hopefully if we can get at least coronavirus and the worst of that behind us, uh, there will be some reasons for, for hope. Uh, I wish all of you a happy and healthy holiday and new year and look forward to continuing to listen to the podcast. That was nice. Very good. At least someone it's will so be continuing nice. to so listen. It's so fun to hear people's voices it after is. all this it time. Is. It is and nice, you know, David. Alex is eloquent. a former debater, so he's eloquent, logical, yeah. you know, he's, he's <laughs> and smoothly also, spoken, and re- reasonable. concise, because some and of the concise. people that we asked <laughs> for things went a little over and they had to be cut for time. And to any of the folks who did record one and we had to cut it for time, this is what I would say to you most sincerely. Get over it. Grow up. <laughs> they, wow. That is ridiculous. ridiculous. Wow. People only did it out of enthusiasm and love for us. Yeah, we should have let them play all, everything they I had know. to say. Oh, my God. Uh, we would be here <laughs> well, literally we've also been, for some of them. Some people actually requested us to edit them. So yes. it was, oh, it's, okay. it's kind of All right. So last year, when we were doing our beginning of the year podcast for 2020, we made some predictions. We predicted seven specific areas. So, for example, we were asked to predict who would win the Super Bowl in 2020. Three of the four of us predicted that San Francisco would win the Super Bowl. One of us picked Kansas City to win the Super Bowl. Does anybody remember who picked Kansas City to win the Super Bowl? Who won the Super Bowl? Kansas City won Kansas the Super City. Bowl. Oh. <laughs> okay. I did. No. <laughs> oh, shit. You, John, Jim, I mean. It involves yes, football. I, did. I don't care. I did. All right. Three of the four of us predicted that Joe Biden would be the Democratic presidential nominee, and one of us predicted that Bernie Sanders would be the Democratic presidential nominee. Who was the person who had that, was feeling the burn last year? Peggy. You. It was John. Oh, it was? Shoot. (laughs) (laughs) I was just being, I was being contrarian. Okay. Three of the four of us predicted that Donald Trump would be reelected at this time last year. This is year. all pre-COVID. One of us picked Joe Biden to win. You Who did. picked Joe Biden? I did. I picked Joe you. Biden. Yeah, I would all have of us correctly Jim. predicted that the Democrats would retain a majority in the House of Representatives. Three out of four of us, me being the dissenter, picked that the Republicans would retain a majority in the Senate. And that probably is going to happen, but we don't know for sure yet. Last year, in December of 2019, the unemployment rate was 3.5%, and three out of four of us predicted it would go up over the next year. Only one of us predicted it would go down. Who predicted it would go down? Shelley. Shelley predicted it would go down, and it did, in fact, go up. 
although none of us were close to how far it went up. It was 6.7% in December. Uh, Peg picked it to go to 3.9, John to 4.0, and I picked 4.2. None of us correctly predicted that Joe Biden and Kamala Harris would be Times Person of the Year. But does anybody remember who they did predict would be Person of the Year? I predicted the Hong Kong protesters. You did. You did, in fact, predict that. Kelly, what the heck? How do you remember? Because it's written down I on a piece of paper in front of me. <laughs> she took notes. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> I think I predicted Peg? Tom Brady. No, you picked Prince Harry. Oh, that was nice of me. That was nice of uh, you. John, do you remember who your prediction was? No idea. You picked the U.S. Congress. I think you were more optimistic about the outcome oh of the impeachment God. hearing. I right. picked President Xi of China. Oh, yeah. Why? I thought that maybe that it would be a, a significant year for China in the world and that he might be the most important influential person in the world this year. I mean, I think could actually make an argument for that on a different level, but whatever. Who uh, who owns Time Magazine now? I'm not Some sure. Some rich it's, billionaire, which I guess is, probably is right. redundant. Probably right. Some billionaire bought it, and I just learned that yeah, the other day. And if I had known that, yeah, right, exactly. But the uh, the somebody said that to me, and I didn't know that. But I feel like if I I feel like now that I know that, or I think I would have answered that question differently back then. But I don't know. But except their their pick of Biden and Harris is perfectly a traditional pick for the kind of persons they pick. Yeah, is it? It, it just seems Fauci. so anodyne. It should yeah. have been Fauci. I would have picked Fauci myself, but. Yeah, it seems also kind of forward-looking. It's like he hasn't even been president yet. Right. Okay, let's hear another one of our guests. Hi, this is Joanna Zeiger. 2020 has been quite the interesting year, a year of dichotomies. A lot of good things have happened, but still have a lot of bad things. In February, my 96-year-old grandmother passed away. And of course, we're still dealing with the global pandemic, which is affecting everybody all over the world. Fortunately, my family has stayed safe during this time. Uh, although I personally have had a lot of health issues, including a major surgery on my leg due to a spontaneous rupture of my hamstring tendons. Fortunately, my leg is getting better. On the good side, I've done some great research projects, uh, including a project looking at cannabis use in allergic and asthmatic individuals. Uh, my athletes who I coach have reached new levels of fitness, even during this year where most races have been canceled. They embraced the differences in the types of races they can do by doing virtual challenges and allowing me to set up some time trials for them. I hope everybody's staying safe and let's uh, hope for a great 2021. Indeed. Great Joanna Zeiger. She's one of our great guests of all time. Another dazzling professional. And yes. Dazzling professional. And let's talk about predictions for 2021. I have seven questions to give. Afterwards, we're going to also do some round robin if people want to freelance some predictions. But let's All get right. to these seven questions first. The first question, this is a yes or no. Will there be a vacancy on the U.S. Supreme Court during 2021? Oh, I'll say yes. Okay. I'll say no. I'll say I'm no. With no. No. So I'm going to go with the yeses. So it's two yeses and three noes. Oh, it's gendered. Yes, it's a gendered it response. <laughs> Here's the next one. The U.S. unemployment rate in December 2020 is 6.7%. Will it be higher or lower in December 2021? What's and the rate wanna, right now? What is it right it's now? 6.7 it was in December. So the question is, will it be higher or lower in December 2021? And you can give the amount or give the percentage if you want it. Wait, Beth, if we want to or do we have to do it? Well, give a percentage. All Just right. be, okay, Beth. Lower 4.8. Okay, that's not bad. Peg? Um, lower 5.7. Shelly? Shelly was our contrarian last year. Lower 5.3. Okay, John? Lower flat 4. Wow. John, very optimistic. I'll hey, go it's going to be the roaring 2020s. That's what this lower, is going to start. I'll go lower flat 5. Question number three, March Madness is scheduled to take place with a concluding championship game on April 5th. 
March Madness. We all know what that is. Will yes. there be an NCAA Division I men's championship game on April 5th, 2021? In other words, will the game happen yeah, and I will it happen on that date? Right. I get it. Good question. Yes, no I question. Like yeah, I get it. Who's Anybody? first? I'll I go first. Know. The answer's no. I say no also. I agree. Answer's no. I'm going with yes with no crowd. No crowd. <laughs> yes. I go yes. Two yeses and three no's on that one. Interesting. Now, the cynics against the idealists. Let's take a break from the predictions and listen to Nicole Wanzer Serrano. As 2020 comes to a close, I am exhausted. And it's the joke of this is the longest month of March ever, which is really what it feels like. Like we've been running nonstop since the pandemic started and probably earlier than that. And it's hard to get a break when. Every decision you make, if you interact with someone, if you go out somewhere, the changing rules of no face mask, yes face mask, this kind of face mask, all year was like a million decisions that felt life or death for fear of catching COVID. Uh, for 2021, though, I'm really excited to get vaccinated. I can't imagine what it will be like in whatever amount of time it is to go back and look at history and realize that it took less than a year for a disease to go out and for the miracle of modern science and research to create a vaccine that at least currently seems like it will be really effective. Um, I'm hoping that access to the vaccine really will be as universal as possible, not just in the U.S., but globally. I hate to think that privilege will play a major part in ending the global pandemic. I mean, of, of course it will, but I hope that's minimized as much as possible. Okay. Yeah, me too. Me too. So, I hope so too. It's not going to happen, to the but question I hope so. of vaccination, the next prediction, by December 21, how many Americans, and we're only going to say Americans, will have received a full dosage of one of the approved coronavirus vaccines. Now, we will be going by whatever the official CDC estimate is, because there will probably be different estimates. And please put your answer in terms of millions of Americans, not in percentage terms. <laughs> How many Americans are there? There are about 350 million, give or take a million or two. Who's going first? You should call names, Jim. It's better when you do that. Okay, Shelly, you go first. Wait, I have a clarifying question. Oh, this yes. is hard. How are we talking about when you say Americans? Are we talking about North Americans? Yes, we're talking about <laughs> residents. Good people question. In, oh, in the United States of America. Okay, so no Canadians. And then. No Canadians. Uh, no undocumented? Are we talking about documented or undocumented? They count as residents of the United States. 350 Americans, including <laughs> residents. What if they live residents. overseas, but they are considered residents of the know. United States? Whatever the CDC <laughs> estimate is, it's going to be millions of whatever. It's going to be some millions of numbers of people. And did and you I say what the population is of the I'd United States? I'd say 197 million. 350 million. 197 million. Yeah, that's my guess. I will guess 200 million. I will guess 200 million. Okay, somebody Who's else next, has Jim? to guess. Calling now, names, right, Jim? million. Uh, yeah, who, uh, Beth, what's your guess? 220 million. Peg? By what month? December end of next, next year. year. A year December from now. A year from now. And how many Americans? There's how 350 many million Americans. Possibly 350 million. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to say, let's see. Hmm. A year from now. <laughs> I'm going with <laughs> two, 210. 210 okay. million. All right, John. <laughs> what was the highest number we heard so far? 220. Beth is the high number oh, so far. God. All right, I'll say 221. Is that how it works? <laughs> I don't Total know. price is right move. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> and the real retail price. Of that okay, dishwasher. question number five. I actually think it's way higher, but I'm going to say 221 just because okay. I want to win. On what date 
Will the first Broadway theater reopen in 2021? Ooh, oh, you're so exciting. I'm so excited about it. Oh, what could it be? Mm. That is hey, a great question. Wait, are we talking yes, about on first. Broadway? It's got to be a Broadway, a official Broadway, Broadway okay, theater. An official Broadway. Ooh, great question. Great hey, I'm question. Say September 11th. Ooh, 9 11. <laughs> okay, interesting. All right. <laughs> Beth, do you want to try? I was going to say July 4th. Okay. Oh, we're mm, nationalist good one theme. Too. <laughs> okay, John. Um, I will say uh, July third. <laughs> okay. Well, I was going to say July fourth, but I'll take July first. Shoot. <laughs> okay. I don't know how the game is played. I'm trying to win. I always lose. I am going to say September fifteenth. Ooh. Ooh. She's See, this is a good strategy. You should have given a okay. rule. You should have clarified the rules about the okay, you know, closest without going you know, over. Probably won't happen at all or something terrible. <laughs> right, exactly. According to the Gallup poll published on November 30th, 2020, President elect Biden's approval rating is 55%. By the way, that is higher than Donald Trump had at any time during his presidency. Will, his, will Biden's approval rating be higher or lower than 55% by December 2021? So it's up or down? Higher. John? Lower. Oh, sorry. Peggy's is lower. What is it right now? 55%. Oh, wow. I think lower. I will say higher. So, Beth, you're the tiebreaker. I think lower. Yes, lower. Yes. All yes. Right. So let's see. Everybody thinks the unemployment rate's going down, but three people think Biden's popularity is going down. Interesting. Okay, well, the final you're question. You're like the like Mr. Economy. It's the economy, stupid guy. That's you. Yeah, well, there are other factors in this society. True. Yes, that's true. There could yeah, be like another the pandemic. Senility that he's going to have, and um, that will probably <laughs> he's make touch him more somebody popular. inappropriately in and... a year. <laughs> uh, that yeah. also. Kamala Harris will be president. <laughs> All right. Yeah, they've they've been yeah, hiding it. What Shelley? if Biden is not around? Uh, it'll be the not... Time Magazine Person of the Year for 2021. Interesting. Healthcare yeah, workers. God, did you now know that it's corporate ownership? Tell right. me, who do you think it will be? I think it will be the who. Uh, um, who did Biden appoint uh, as uh, to the UN? Did he make that appointment yet? Did yes. he put the, but I can't it? remember. I don't know. I can't remember either, but he made that appointment. That, that's who I think it'll be. Okay. Because I think it's going to be some big international thing, and I think it's going to revolve. It, the UN's impotent and meaningless, but it'll be somebody. The ambassador? But I think it'll, to you, now, the UN? Th- is it US the ambassador? ambassador? Is that the name of the title? Is that the title? Yeah, is it the like ambassador to the UN? Linda Thompson something? Like, she's got a hyphenated name, right? Linda, Linda Thomas yeah. something? Yeah, is that her? I can't remember who it was. I remembered who it was, and I thought it was going to be a big deal, but now it's funny. I can't remember who it is. Is somebody Googling it? Because I can't if nobody else I'm is. I'm doing it right now. <laughs> I, that's who I think it is. I can't think it's going to be things Linda why we're on Thomas the podcast. Greenfield. I Linda think it's going to be Linda Greenfield. Thomas Greenfield. I don't even know yeah. who she is, but I think okay. she's going to be it because of where it's going to be a, point, a woman in time. Okay. Shelly. Uh, healthcare workers. Okay. Beth. I'll say essential workers. Interesting. Ooh, a little, a little different from uh, from Shelley. A lot of aggregate, you know, person of the year. Well, that happens a lot. That's yeah, I know. Cool. I am going to be bold and say the same person I predicted last year, President G. <laughs> oh man, Jim. I keep predicting him. Eventually, he will be person of the year. Pat, yeah, maybe. Your choice. I'm going to go with Dr. Fauci. Oh man, you're going to go yes. with Fauci next year. It would be yep, like time magazine get to his... give it to him one year too late, right? Yes. That well, would COVID be is not going to be over in 2021. He's still going to have a lot of work to do, and he's he's oh, going to get his due. Okay. Next year. Let's hear one of our messages. Good afternoon from Barcelona, Spain. Yay. This is Richard Young. I started the year in Cape Town, South Africa, as an educational consultant, and I'm finishing it in Barcelona, Spain as a sales marketing distribution guy for rapid antigen testing, selling to governments around the world on on big contracts. So if you know anyone or if you want to buy a test, I'm your guy. Happy holidays to everyone. And let's hope uh, for a better, healthier, 
safer world in 2021. Take care. Yay. Excellent. If, by the way, you're a friend of the podcast and you're wondering why you weren't asked to deliver a message, it's probably because John was supposed to ask you and didn't get around to it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Anybody else? Shelly, you always have some freelance predictions of note for the year. Do you have anything for this coming year? Or did you want to look back at any previous other predictions we've made? I think the only prediction that I have uh, off the top of my head for 2021 is I think that as a result of the pandemic and how everybody's work life has altered pretty significantly, um, that I think the world, this is a novel by any means, but I think that there's going to be some significant, I think this is going to be like a turning point in how business is run, just like in the past times in history, there have been turning points with uh, the evolution of, you know, new products or new devices or things. I think this is going to really reshape how we do business and how we interact with people. I want to build on that. I think this is going, I, I have a couple, uh, all tied to that. I think a couple of things are going to happen. I actually think that the two Democrats are going to win in Georgia and they're going to take over the Senate. And I think that the Democrats are going to put, may be able to put together an incredibly bold spending plan of infrastructure development and a lot of other shit. And this is going to be this year and we're going to, and people are going to get the vaccine pretty quick. And the U.S. is going to is going to have like a blowout economic year. That's part of why I said employ, unemployment is going to be so low. And I think everyone's just going to going to going to get a taste of what life was like in the Roaring Twenties. Whoa! And why do you think, if you think all that, that Joe Biden will be less popular because people won't like it? Uh, no, I just because I think it'll be. I think it'll be. Uh, it, it won't be him. He just won't get the credit because I just don't, don't think he's compelling okay. enough in a media saturated environment in which we all live. I think that more compelling voices, sexier voices, for lack of a better term, are will get more attention than him. So I think he'll get credit. Maybe he'll be. But I think he himself, he'll get credit. But I think I, I just think he himself is going to sound more bumbling over the course of this year. I Look, he's really old. Yep, I agree with John on that. So I think it's a unique situation with him. All right. Anybody but I else? am really, but I, but I'm with Peggy or Shelly. That's going to be a wildly like, uh, it's going to be some big things happening this year. It's going to be big. Anybody else thoughts? Sure. I'm going to make mine all about me. And I'm going to say, I think I'm going to go on at least four trips. Okay. So somebody oh. like John or, you know, Shelly or whatever. I don't know about you, Beth, but. Four is going to be like nothing. I'm going to, but I'm going for it. For like overseas a, trips you're talking about? Nope. Nope. I'm going to say four, four trip. trips that involve a plane ride and one of them is going to be overseas. Excellent. <laughs> you're not counting That's the my, Paris podcast. You're not counting right? the Paris or the Sydney <laughs> podcasts trips. No, those right. are work. That's work. I That's should work. say <laughs> like social. Right. That's work. Social. Yes. As long as we can successfully renegotiate your contract for the coming yes, year. Right. Well, I do also think that this podcast is going to take off. We're going to hit our millionth download, <laughs> and it's going to be we're, we are going to be on fire in the, in 2021. Yes, and fire by that I mean that there will actually be fire coming out of the headpiece of Beth's receiver <laughs> instead of just an echo. She'll actually be burning alive doing this podcast. Anybody, Beth, your thoughts. I think the Chiefs will win the Super Bowl. So a repeat Super Bowl winner, which would be the first time in 16 years. And I think that Daniel Snyder will finally get fired as the owner of the Washington football team. That would be great news, in my opinion. What's wrong with him? God, you have a lot of sports. You have football predictions specifically, Beth. I thought I'd like that, Jim. All right. Are those just for me? Oh, wait. Can I have a new prediction? Yes, you can. It's a free-for-all. Or an additional one? I don't want to you change may. mine. I want no, to... I think I'm going to meet Beth in person. Oh, I hope so. I hope that's true. There's no yeah. question that'll happen. Well, yes. John is better, but you and Peggy and Shelly have not, and I think that would be fun. Uh, I think you guys would get along great. And, of course, I'm usually wrong about such things, so... <laughs> <laughs> Beth, there's another person you should meet. One of our friends, Eloise Maxwell. 
it kind of doesn't even feel like 2020 is coming to an end. You know, when the pandemic first hit, the idea of us still being in this situation come December 31st was just unimaginable. And yet here we are. It's not feeling super festive in the lead up to Christmas. New Year's Eve is going to be even more of a non-event than it normally is. You know, it's not all bad. There is a vaccine on the horizon, which is incredible. Biden got elected, which is even more amazing. 2020 hasn't been 100% terrible. I think one of the things I have had to learn in the last nine months is that I can't hope or plan for anything. And I don't mean that in a terribly dark and depressed way, like the world is going to end. I just mean it's very difficult to to really look into the future and to. But, you know, in the grand scheme of things, that is not such a big deal. I think what I'm learning instead is to just really appreciate all the things that, that I've taken for granted up until the pandemic hit. Um, I have a job that I enjoy. I have a home that I love. All of my family and close friends are well. I am well. These basic things that I've just massively taken for granted until this point, you know, that that means a huge deal now in a way that it hasn't before. And that in itself feels like something to celebrate. So maybe that's what I'm taking into 2021. Yay. There you go. Very nice. I'm a little bit disappointed. That. I'm a little disappointed with our international contingent in that we didn't get invitations for to record in Barcelona or London. I'm a little bit disappointed. I believe we have standing invitations for okay. both those locations. All right. I hope so, because uh, I think no there's like... now that they hear other people's, too. They didn't know that was thing they should be thinking of. Yeah. That was really be. nice. Oh, sigh. Nice As always, a me. measured, reasonable, and ultimately beautiful message. From yes. Eloise. Our friend Eloise. Always articulate and clear Always and interesting. Articulate. And, you know, Eloise, of course, is the person who, when she first met me, said, you are terrifying in her lovely British accent. <laughs> she actually said that to his face. She said, she said Jim, you know you are terrifying. No, she said, you are terrifying. No, <laughs> it um, softens you with that accent. It sounds very soft. Yes, right, yeah, right. Brilliant. I mean, I can't do the accent justice, but that's that's true. <laughs> All right. Uh, any other thoughts before we do uh, recommendations? Wait, don't we have an, any more uh, recordings? We do have two more to go. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Well, I have a thought. I mean, I just yeah. think this has been I, this has been an amazing year for the podcast, and I'm even more excited about next year. I mean, I don't think Ugh. I don't I know that the the, <laughs> the, the the much as Peggy says the technical glitches have, have gotten that. worse. Will Peg be excited about the podcast in 2021? Yeah, right, right. Predictions. Yes. Her, her, well, yeah. her enthusiasm go up or down in 2021. Will Beth still have an echo by the end of 2021? That's another. Will Beth thing. take over for Peg? Mm. Oh, <laughs> Shelly was like discussing that with me before you guys signed on. So, Peg, here's the thing: we love you. We want you to stay on the podcast, but we want you I to be happy. You we don't want you to do anything that's not making you happy. But well, I honestly thanks. actually it's think you enjoy selfless. doing the podcast. Thank well, you. now that well, I heard you guys enjoyable. do your podcast about not having kids without me, I loved it so much. I I am big in favor of us, like you know, feeling yeah. free, feeling free once in a while to jump yeah. off and jump on. It's yeah. I think it's oh, very no. healthy. I'd, say, I'd love to see the comparison for that podcast and the one you and I just did on the. <laughs> I know exactly because I'm guessing that got like less than white noise in terms of listenership compared exactly. to theirs. But, exactly, um, exactly. I'm sure they're like, oh, John and Jim by themselves without anyone else? Next. Yeah, Skip. we really want to hear that. Skip. <laughs> we really want to hear that one. That's not true. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking that one is not going to be one of the brilliant all-time favorite ones. Okay, are we ready to do recommendations? Does anybody have a recommendation they want to make? Sure, I do. Oh, my goodness. Go ahead. So wow. I did something I never do, and I accepted one of those things that said start a free trial on, um, <laughs> like, ep Epics Was it from or a something? Nigerian prince? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> no. Oh, I like Epics. That's where I watched that uh, new Julian Fellow show. 
Shut up. That's my recommendation. Oh, shit. I didn't mean to tr- trump you. Sorry, I just did that. It's so good. You ruined good. my life. Belgravia is so good. Yes. That's my okay. recommendation is Belgravia. Oh, it's so good. Julian Fellows uh, is such a good writer. Belgravia. So Julian I just Pellis put it on my calendar. Created, uh, Downton, Downton Abbey. Now, what was that on? What service was it on, Peg? Epics? E-P-I-X? It's Epics. You oh, can get okay. it through okay. Apple Plus. It's on Apple Plus yeah. as well. Yeah, I, I actually have it through Amazon on my thing. on my cable package, Epic. So. so I just put it on my calendar to cancel the subscription in a month, so I don't wind up paying for it. Because of course That's you have to put I, in your credit okay. card and everything. Good job, Pegger. Did you answer. say you could get it on um, Amazon, Peg? No, I saw it on Amazon and I clicked on it, and it said uh, have you have to watch it. this you can through, get through Epics. Amazon, but ah, you have to pay. got it. So yeah. I got I did the Epics thing. It was totally. I loved it. It just was a nice uh, binge. I watched it over two days and I felt like I was on vacation and that I went on a little mini, a mini break. Okay. Anybody else? Belgravia. I have a recommendation. Uh, So I am going to recommend Bridgerton on Netflix. Bridgerton is is the new Shonda Rhyme show. Correct. And it's just a nice bit of eye candy forget about the fact that we live in a plague lots of costumes and great looking men i watched season i watched episode one only so but i'm interested i'm going to keep going i binged jelly what's your recommendation uh so i am reading this book at night before i go to sleep called the intellectual devotional and it's one page for every day like friday day five whatever on um, different topics that cover uh, history, literature, visual arts, science, music, philosophy, and religion. So like one day we'll be on the spread of Islam or black holes, the greenhouse effect, you know, melody. Where does melody come from? When did it start? Socrates. Those are examples. So each night before I go to bed, I read this one page little intellectual devotional and i'm going to also recommend a book it's called the abstainer it's a novel by ian mcguire it is set in 1867 in manchester england where a group of irish fenians as they were called i believe they were the th or f-e-n-i-a-n oh yeah i've heard of them which i believe they were the predecessors to the ira Mm -hmm. are active and so the British police bring over from Dublin a constable who is Irish, and it is a suspense story with a lot of very unusual twists. The Abstainer. Mm, that sounds good, John. Uh, I didn't come. I don't have one. I mean, everything's. I. I, I mean, I recommend kind of make it up. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh, I was. I thought we were. I thought we were, I thought it was optional, so I backed out. It is uh, optional. My, I mean, we I, decided it was optional. Yeah, um, I was just gonna say I recommend reaching out to an old friend. So maybe do that. Take a little. I did that a couple. I've done that a couple the times. Of an old friend or something. Yeah, I got or, on WhatsApp. Yeah. I got on WhatsApp. Uh, you know, I use many messaging apps, and I used that one recently. And you should get on that and reach out to an old so friend because it feels straight. great. You were earlier flummoxed by how cliched your recommendation is. And today's is reach out to an old friend. Yeah, I know. Okay, <laughs> but that's not cliche. That's it's not cliche. The phrase it's... is reach out to an old friend. Is not cliche. If it was like I don't know, if I, I the cliche was the it was the wording that I was questioning. I it wasn't the con, the underlying okay. recommendation. I see. I, I, okay. It, a, a, a cliche is a is a criticism of language, not a criticism of 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 underlying content. Okay, and that is the English teacher. No matter how many years he's been out of the classroom. All right, we have another longtime guest friend of the podcast, Nikki Brakesilla. Yay! As twenty twenty draws to a close. I gotta say, I'm a little worried about the season finale. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> but I'm also really looking forward to putting this year behind me. I'm really excited about what's on the horizon for the future. And I'm looking forward to being able to hug my friends again and see people 
without mask on. Although I don't know if I'm going to be doing that anytime soon, but yeah, I'm just really excited for this to be done for us to not have a misogynistic rapist bigotred president in office. I'm looking forward to being more grounded. I'm looking forward to relationships that have strengthened because of the distance in 2020. Oh, and I am past my window. I'm looking forward to seeing Peggy Bennett in person. So sweet. Peggy. That's that's sweet. It is sweet. And as usual, Nikki. Love me some Nikki break. Not does not fail to deliver the hard, cold opinions, though. Listen, (laughs) this has been great. We are going to let Beth say goodbye since she's the rookie and see if she can handle this (laughs) awesome responsibility. (laughs) Are you ready to go, Beth? I am ready. (sighs) The rookie. Okay, so we would like to thank Justin Mullins for his stalwart editing. Thanks to Ted and Lee for composing and performing the music you hear at the beginning and the end of each episode. Thank you to Mary Heinz, although not for this episode, for her technical wizardry, without which this podcast would never have come into existence. It would not continue to exist. Mary, I'll reach out to you separately. (laughs) Thanks to all our guests who recorded messages for this episode, Alex Berger, Nikki Brake-Zilla, Bill Gronzo, Janine Groar, Elise Maxwell, Tom McGrath, Richard Tobin, Richard Young, Nicole Wanzer Serrano, and Joanna Zeiger. And thanks most of all to you, our listeners all over the world. We'd love to hear from you if you have any comments or reactions, good or bad, to this episode or our podcast in general. You can let us know what you think by leaving a comment on our website, www.insearchofanargument.com, all one word. Or you can leave us a comment on our Facebook page or on Twitter. We pay attention to your feedback we receive, and we appreciate most of it. If you'd like to, <laughs> if you'd like what you're stuff. hearing, <laughs> and you're you listening can say bad to stuff about me, iTunes just don't say anything about Stinder, anybody else that's bad. Please okay. rate us. We'll return yes. soon. Talk to you then. Stay safe. Stay home. And normally that would be how we would end, but we're going to give the last word to Mr. Tom McGrath. Tom McGrath here again. And one more item. My greatest wish for 2021 is that my friend Shelly Cummings never loses her attention for detail. (laughs) 